Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Hey, I have a couple concepts I want to get into in this episode, um, really around uh, questions we've been getting from clients. Clients have been asking, given the risks and uncertainty in the environment, whether they should be selling their stocks, kind of the bottom line. And this really relates, you know, to just uh, a sort of a, a, a feeling of uh, feeling unsettled. Uh, you know, we've talked about finding balance later in the year. Until we get there, people are a little bit unsettled. And uh, I would also imagine we're seeing a little bit of media coverage around this adage of sell in May and go away. The idea that people kind of just get out of the market for the summer, basically. And so those are the two concepts we want to get into in this episode is, is it a good time to sell? What's the concept of that? And then number two, what is sell in May and go away? And what do we think about it? So let's, let's kind of jump in. Let's start with that, that latter concept, sell in May and go away. And so, you know, obviously we have history to kind of guide us a little bit. Obviously, forward-looking returns may or may not follow the patterns of history, but we still use it as a, as a good anchor and a good reference. And so let's check it out. Let's dig into the data a little bit. And what we did is we um, ran a bunch of different periods. Patterns are kind of the same, but the last 20 years seemed to be a good one to kind of talk about and anchor on. And so when we do that, I guess one kind of quick learning is, oh, the periods from November to April earn a higher return on average than May to October. Uh, But let's look at the numbers. Um, That November to April period over the last 20 years averaged 6.7%. That's a very good return over a six-month period. Um, And so over the last 20 years, that period averaged 6.7. And indeed, when we look at May to October, it's lower but it's still significant. 4.1% uh, over the last 20 years was the average return from May to October. And that, you know, obviously is a big number in and of itself that one, for each of the years on average. But when we link them together, so we look at the cumulative effect, that uh, basically contributes to 122% um, return uh, for that segment. So you can kind of think of it is portfolios being 122% higher value if they're invested perfectly in the in the uh, in the index in this case the S&P 500 than if they sold in May and, and went away and reinvested November 1st. And so you know kind of the bottom line is you don't want to give up that that uh, extra return that happens on average um, it it does get into the idea of being a long-term investor um, and that actually brings us to the second topic I want to I want to talk about. And we bring we bring this up from time to time, uh, and we refresh the analysis actually each month. We have a, an exhibit that we make available to clients and our financial advisors that kind of t- talk about the following. So what, we, we uh, refreshed it with that same look. We looked back twenty years, but instead of looking at monthly patterns, we actually looked at the day the individual daily returns. We're talking total returns. And when we look at the S&P 500 over the last 20 years, uh, remarkably, the, that the index re- uh, earned a return of 575%. Um, so that's obviously a big number. That's a big appreciation in, in an index value, or if you're, in, if you're able to invest perfectly in it, you know, your portfolio is going to be uh, experiencing something like that. And obviously, portfolios 
experience different kinds of performance, but just using that as a reference, 575% is pretty significant. Then what we did is we said, hey, let's look at the top trading days during that period. And we essentially looked and evaluated uh, the following. If we looked at the top 35 days, that happens to be the number in this analysis, that those individual 35 days accumulated together, so the cumulative effect of those 35 best days earned a return of 573%. So basically, the bulk of that full return for the 20-year period. And so what that tells us is, hey, when you're invested, if you decide to try to get out of the market, get back in, you run the risk of missing some of those meaningfully positive days. And if you're really unlucky and you're out for all 35, um, then you basically lose your entire return, you know, based on this index analysis. Now, to connect these two uh, concepts uh, together a little bit, um, basically 11 of, uh, so let's just call it round numbers, about a third of the days uh, that were the top days uh, in the market over the 20 years actually happened during the May to October period. So probably another good reason not to, to sell in May and go away. Uh, now, we have gotten comments sometimes when people say, hey, we want to see some symmetrical analysis. What about, you know, the worst trading days? And um, in that case, you know, roughly uh, uh, about 22, or as, again, let's say about two-thirds of the uh, of the uh, worst in this case thirty five days, um, uh, essentially uh, were uh, in the November to April period. So that period when people expect hey things to be good, you know, actually some of the worst days occur during that period. So again, we don't. Uh, the reason we do this isn't to talk about timing the market from day to day. We talk about it more from the perspective of how hard that is to do. It's hard to figure out when, when you sell. If you're a long-term investor, when you sell, it's really hard to tell when to get back in. And so our counsel to clients, of course, has been uh, to stay the course, stay invested if you're a long-term investor. So, hey, that's what we wanted to get into in, in this um, in this episode. So just, uh, again, I, I invite you to uh, check out. We've got a video. We've got a, uh, an article out there. But uh, on the topic, and you can sort of see some graphs and, and uh, a little bit more about the data. But that is what we wanted to cover. So thanks so much uh, for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.